Humans, for the most part, don't have a clue. They don't want one or need one either. They're happy. They think they have a good bead on things. But well, why, why the big secret? People are smart. They can handle it. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. 1,500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was the center of the universe. 500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was flat. And 15 minutes ago, you knew that people were alone on this planet. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. Won't you come? Won't you come? 
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my uh, extraterrestrial better, better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. And uh, so today we got a special guest on today, uh, David Weiss. Uh, we've been talking about it for a while now, Flat Earth Dave. Uh, he came on. We had a really good conversation uh, for about 90 minutes, uh, all about Flat Earth and everything Flat Earth related. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, before it even begins... Do me a favor. Um, I know it's, again, we don't ask for money. We don't ever, but we're going to promote this. His app is on the App Store on both Apple and Google. Go download his app. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in there that you kind of need to look at the app. I mean, he has a lot of stuff. He shows a lot of stuff because he did. Uh, we did it over Zoom. Uh, but go check the app out. Uh, Seriously, you- it's $3 that will blow your mind. And and that's a lot cheaper than you can get it in, you know, like Taiwan, Thailand. Or yeah. even on the streets in New York City. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, three bucks. Well, well worth it for for a good blowy. Holy crap! So it is amazing. Uh, we had a really, like I said, we had a really good conversation. It was pre-recorded. We're just kind of slap uh, putting this in front of it. So check out his app. Go check out his app. His app's worth it. Um, it's really funny to you hear my mind explode a couple, two, three times. And and it was especially pertinent at hysterical because. I just took the kids to Orlando this weekend for a family party, and uh, I took them to the NASA amusement park, otherwise known as the Kennedy Space Center. Um, and and it really is just you know rides and and CGI and shows. And I wore this shirt. I, I need my my NASA space in Dave's honor. Um, I kind of want to burn it now, although I mean I like it. It's a comfortable shirt, but holy crap. You know, a lot of the information that he provided was was excellent. It it was really fantastic. But then I downloaded the app while we were doing the interview, and I dug into it. And you know, I'm I'm a I'm a math and numbers kind of a gal. And I think the picture that blew my mind the most was the the Earth, the picture of the Earth that's supposed to be seven thousand nine hundred and thirteen miles across, with the picture of the United States on it which is only like 834 miles across or something or whatever. Anyway, it just, it doesn't fit. Like if there's a whole whole picture of the globe, then it would be eight United States, like going across the globe at, at that proportion, the proportions just don't fit. Anyway, it's, it, it really is mind blowing. So, um, and the plane thing has always gotten me. I actually tried to sell it to my cousin, Sammy, uh, while we were down in Florida. Hey, Sammy, because I know you're listening now because I, I read Pilder while we were there. But, um, <laughs> Welcome. I, yes. I asked her about the plane because how come a plane when, you know, if the, if the earth is really curved, how come a plane isn't constantly going nose down, going around the earth? You know, it, like, it goes up to a certain height and then it levels out and it goes straight. But if the earth is curved around it, then, then the altitude would change. Well, no. Eventually, right? well, if you don't, if you down. don't start curving down, eventually, what would happen? And you would, just fly, uh, you would fly into outer space. Yes. So the question is, is why don't you ever feel the nose of the plane start angling back towards the ground as you're flying? The only time you ever feel that is when you're landing. That's it. It's the only time you feel it. You so do her, not feel her, it any other time. Her answer to me was gravity. Um, gravity is a theory. Gravity is just a theory. So again, pay attention. Because this as is, we learned, it's magnetism. Holy shit, yeah. the earth is a giant magnet. So he also, and I didn't get a chance to say it in there, but I'm going to say it now. 
he kind of also destroys why compasses don't actually work on a round surface, which is really interesting and out of itself. Either way, pay attention because this is a this is a mind grabber. It's gonna it's gonna if you live in the illusion that you live on um, a globe, a spinning it, globe that's constantly spinning in a centrifugal motion. Get ready to have that centrifugal motion and centripetal as we talked about centripetal and centrifugal force uh, get ready to have all of that erased because you're about to see that that really doesn't apply here and uh and just open your minds yeah. because you know once we go on and on all the time about how everyone's lying to you you know the media lies to you the government lies to you they don't really care about you um everything they say is a lie everything is a falsity why believe this because it's just the government that's been telling us this whole time that the earth is round if you don't believe the government on everything else why are you believing them on this too once you unravel this lie this main lie that we're taught from the time that we're infants once you unravel that everything else falls away so much easily it, it's like blinders have come off your eyes um so with that being said enjoy enjoy Okay, well then we definitely don't want to speak her. <laughs> and I have to say, I'm I'm wearing this shirt in your honor here. Hold what on. Does it say? There we go. I need my NASA space. space. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we went to Orlando for. Well, um, Hold on. We went to Orlando that? for a family birthday party. Yeah. This weekend and. We're homeschooling our, our youngest son, and he is fascinated by all things space. Absolutely insistent. He wants to oh be an astronaut. Oh. So I know it's so oh. rough. The, 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 the fights going on in this house right now are hysterical, and he is adamant. He's like, if, if we How haven't been to space he? yet, he's nine. Yeah. So, so it, you know, it's, it's a I'm rough one. I'm hearing an echo on the background. You guys have a speaker on or something? Yeah. Give me a sec. I'm turning it down. All right. And then um, the only way we can hear you, though, so we're trying to – Still hear you. Uh, uh, you don't come through our headphones, unfortunately. Why is that? I haven't, haven't figured it out yet. I'm good, but I'm not that good. But if you, <laughs> if you go into the, the settings on Zoom in the audio settings, um, you should be able to select whatever you have your microphone, your headphones plugged into. Like I have mine plugged into my Yeti microphone, so I chose Yeti for speaker. So whatever you might try that, let me, you're yeah. teaching me more about zoom. I, I, you gotta understand, we don't use zoom all that much. I understand. And I apologize, but it's the only That's way okay. I can pre present. Understood. Completely um, understand. Yeah. I just, uh, we just don't use it and I'm, yeah. it's a, I'm no new to zoom. It's all right. It's all right. I'm unfortunately pretty good at zoom. <laughs> That's good. We appreciate it. But yeah, so, so I took my kids to the uh, the Kennedy Space Center. Mick stayed at home, but I went down to Orlando with the kids, and we went to the Kennedy Space Center, and uh, you know, which is basically just a, a NASA theme park. You that's know, all it's, it is. It's, that's it really is. all it is. Yeah. Um, and uh, then my youngest, there was the uh, SpaceX Falcon Nine launch at three fifteen uh, in the morning. Yeah. And. Uh, so he was like, mom, stay up and wake me up and let's go down. Cause we were only like a mile away from the river where we I'll, were staying. I'll, I'll so. going to show you the Falcon nine launch in the, in our, in our discussion today. Well, that's, that I got a video of it. I actually, I've already licensed the video and I've, I've sold yeah. it cause I was literally right across from the launch spot. So we, yeah. we saw it live in person. It was crazy. It looked like the sun coming up, 
but yeah, super fast. It's, it's just a light show. It's it's amazing, and it curved yeah. over, and it went out of sight, and, and then, then it the and then it moved to the left. Um, yeah. like it doesn't go straight up, and so Mick's watching the video, and he was like, "Look, it's it's going." that way if the earth was around it wouldn't People be going say, that way i have to stop we have a we, we should get started because i have a, a hard stop at the at, in an hour absolutely hold on, hold on, wait hold on a second let me this is 90 minutes so we have you till 11 o'clock you, you have me till five minutes till 11 perfect okay and then um the thing is i'll talk to anybody like yeah who who am i going to talk to and then they go well you're going to talk to a 10 year old i'm like oh no no <laughs> they'll chop my head off you try to tell a 10 year old the earth is flat <laughs> indoctrination yes. is so strong all right ready when you are let's go we're good all right i hear no echo i hope not i, I think i fixed it okay and so you both say who am i speaking with vlin and mick that's correct all right and uh Mick, you're already off the ball, and Vlyn, you're clinging on to your hollow earth as your last. I am um, the ball. <laughs> I I have some family background in the Vril, so I I kind of follow the hollow earth from you know the. I'm not going to. I'm not going to take away your hollow so. earth. By the way, I'm not going to take it away. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're not. You. You're, they're not mutually exclu exclusive at all. So absolutely. And. Um, I was the one who was probably it's uh, it was literally up until about two months ago, three months ago. I believe that the earth was round. Good. All right. Welcome. And then a buddy of mine and I, he was uh, searching around the Internet one night looking at gun porn. And he went down this rabbit hole where he found uh, he went to a website, uh, Instagram page. It was called AR Customs Inc. And he thought it was going to be nothing but guns. I mean, he was looking for gun porn. That's what you do. And uh, he came across, this guy has all these videos on there of uh, flat earth stuff. And it completely, he was sold. And then he tried to convince me of it. We were, we were over at his house one day and he said to me, he goes, he goes, yeah, well, I went down a whole separate rabbit hole that I don't even think you're going to believe me on. And I was like, yeah, what's that? And he's just like, I think that the earth is flat. I said, are you crazy? And he's like, no. He's and then the same he made, story. Same story we all he have. <laughs> made the most simple, the simplest argument I've ever seen anybody make. Let's hear he it. said, you believe that the COVID shot's bad? I said, yes. He said, you believe that Joe Biden's not president? I said, yes. He said, the same government that sold you all that crap also is telling you they're the only people that are telling you that the earth is round. And that argument alone because I could not argue back. I could not make an argument either way, either way to say that the earth is flat or that the earth is round. That was it. I was done. I was like, my mind melted for in the next 10 days. I was walking around just scratching my balls, thinking it was my head because I had no idea what I just, what I just wa stumbled into. And now I've watched all these videos. I've gone down so many different rabbit holes. How did you get there? Same way. I was doing a conspiracy podcast talking about all of the fakeness that's happening in the world, all the fake bang bang events, the New York event, the Boston event, the Connecticut event, researching deep into all of these things where many people's minds can't go. 
And then people started sending me flat earth stuff. Hey, Dave, watch this. The earth is flat. Have you looked into flat earth? I'm like, delete. You're funny. Ha ha. You're an idiot. Oh, you keep posting that. You're banned from our social media. I wish I could ban you from even listening to my podcast because you're too stupid to understand my comedy um, conspiracy podcast. You know, it's like a little bit of comedy mixed in. And then Sophia Smallstorm, uh, a researcher, convinced me. She goes, Dave, the earth is flat. I'm convinced. And she sent me some videos. And I looked in. I was like, wait a minute. I'm going to debunk this. And then I tried to debunk it for two weeks straight. And I came out the other side going, everything I thought flat earth was is wrong. Everything I thought I knew about the globe, I didn't know anything about the globe. I mean, we have one guy, um, a couple guys are doing this, but one guy's traveling the country for the last half a year or more now in an RV uh, speaking in public squares. And he, when he starts getting ridiculed, he goes, I got a hundred, he pulls a hundred dollars out of the pocket. He goes, a hundred dollars if you can answer three simple questions about your globe. You guys can probably answer it because you've been looking. How fast, how many times does the earth spin in 24 hours? Most people get that wrong. The globe, right? Once, very good. Once. Um, what is the circumference of the earth? Uh, that one I don't oh, know. Right, right. I, because but these are the people that defend the ball. They don't know it's 24,901 miles. That means that the equator goes around once. It's going about just over 1,000 miles an hour. 1,000 mm -hmm. miles an hour. <laughs> You're, when you watch the sunset, it's not going down. You're it's falling over away. backwards faster than the speed of sound. Yep. <laughs> that argument alone. And I was like, okay, that's not true. I mean, and uh, so, so that's, that's how I got into it. That's, that's, you know, once you understand what the flat earth isn't, right? Because Globers have two things in common. And when I say Globers, I don't mean that in derogatory bent, but I just kind of mean it like, your globe. <laughs> you believe in the globe. They, they, <laughs> what they think the earth is, um, what they think the flat earth is, is stupid. Um, and, and I, and I don't blame them for mocking flat earthers because they think that flat earthers think that the globe is, that the flat earth is this. No, no flat earther thinks this, right? So they have a incorrect idea of what flat earth is. And then the other thing they don't know is what their model is. They don't understand that they believe, you know, if you believe in the heliocentric model, you believe that you're spinning at a thousand miles an hour. You're orbiting at 66,600 miles an hour, 66.6. Yeah, mm -hmm. funny number that, that comes in so many times into the math of the globe because it is a satanic, you know, the soul lure system. They're literally trying to steal your soul. They're hiding the creator. So, and I've, I've been showing this a lot, but I'm going to show it again. Um, 66,600 miles an hour. How fast is that? Can you fathom that speed? You can't, right? This is the hypersonic sled. It goes Mach 8.6. Watch it. I wait, if this had the sound, this is on my YouTube channel. It's called How Fast Is The ISS Going? Go check it out on D-I-T-R-H. Um, watch it again. Six, Mach 8.6. Did you see that? You see it? You, barely. You, you can't even see it. Mach 8.6. Yeah. Right, but we are orbiting the sun ten times faster than that. Okay, ten times faster than that, and then an elliptical speeding up and slowing down orbit, and we are chasing the sun ninety times faster than that. Okay, does that make any sense to you? Yeah, the math doesn't work. Well, just think about it. Like if you were in a car. And you had a dinner plate and filled to the edge, filled to the brim with water, and you had a perfectly straight road, perfectly smooth car, car ride. 
Um, would the water remain in the plate? Maybe. If the car sped up, slowed down, or turned, like an elliptical orbit, would the water slosh? We have lakes that look like this. That's, uh, yeah. We're not moving. Or the one I love is the uh, the one that always gets me is the uh, supposedly we're spinning, right? Every Everybody says, okay, well, we're spinning around that fast. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in, uh, what is those, Gravitrons at the amusement parks? Yeah. So you know how that works, right? And you're spinning, that's uh, c- centripetal, not centrifugal. centrifugal. No, it's centripetal force is what keeps us on the earth, Correct. Am I right in my terminology? It is centripetal force. It's not centrifugal. Centrifugal force is what that is in the gravitron. Centripetal force is what keeps us supposedly no. On centripetal the force should throw us off of the Earth. Okay, so it is the opposite. All right. Yeah, yeah. So centrifugal keeps us down. Centripetal right. is what supposedly right. is. All right. So anyway, that gravitron. If you think about that spinning around that fast, how how is that? You know, you can't even barely move your arm. You can't right. even pick your body up off of that thing and when you're spinning that the fast. The global argument to that is it's going around 360 degrees very fast versus, you know, the, the, the rotational speed of the Earth. It's going so slow, it's going half the speed of the hour hand on a clock. Angular speed. But it's edged, it's rim velocity is what matters, right? If you were on a merry-go-round that was going around once every 24 hours, you wouldn't even see it moving. It would be like it's not moving. You know, I'm getting off this ride. Then you expand that merry-go-round out to 100 miles wide. Well, now it's got to go 100 miles in 24 hours. So it's going about four miles an hour. You could probably walk that speed. So you can walk, you know, with the merry-go-round. Now expand it out to 1,000 miles an hour. It's going, uh, what is it, 24 miles per hour or whatever, whatever, whatever it is. It's going faster and faster. Expand it out to the size of the Earth, 24,000 miles around. Now it's going 1,000 miles an hour. A thousand miles an hour. You've never gone a thousand miles an hour in anything. Okay. The the science will prove that the earth would explode. If you spin something that fast, even though it's going around once per day, that rim speed would explode. I, Crazy. That Think makes sense this. to me. Think about this, a centripetal force. Um, if you had a ball and you had the equator, and you put little pieces of yarn, one at the North Pole, South Pole, and a couple of pieces of yarn all the way to the equator, and you spin it, the ones at the equator would be sticking straight out, okay? They'd be sticking straight out. The ones up, they wouldn't be sticking straight out at 90 degrees to their surface. They'd be sticking parallel with the, with the equator. All of them would be sticking parallel, and the ones in the North would be, you know, laying over flat. They'd all be sticking out the same way. So the farther north or south you get, you'd have to start leaning over, right? Nobody mm-hmm. feels any of this because we're not moving. I do not disagree with you. <laughs> we're not moving. And then you start looking, you see, the question I'd like to ask people that believe in the globe, and you guys are beyond the globe already, I could see that. When did you learn that you lived on a globe and did they show you anything other than cartoons? And the answer is, before you could talk and know, that's when you that's were correct. introduced. And all we see is cartoons. Um, you, uh, um, Vlyn, you were saying that you have a, a preteen who loves space. Yes, and, very much uh, so. And loves rockets. So 
we have to look at the the people that are showing us rockets. This is the SpaceX rocket that's going to eventually go to Mars, I think. And this is a actual launch. This is what they showed us in real time. There's no editing here, except on their part. Edit, edit, edit. Look at this thing. This little flame is lifting up this million pounds, multi-million pounds probably. And so notice the camera angle, the side shot right here. And then it switches to the onboard. Oh, it's up pretty high. Now we have this side shot. It kind of looks like, you know, I bet the ground's like right here. Well, now we're up even higher. How are they getting this side shot? Now this thing is free falling. Look at this thing. This is a multi-ton piece of steel free falling. Look at the smoke. It's barely moving. Okay, what is this? Is this CGI? Is this a blimp? I believe this shot right here is a blimp. Now look how high it is, okay? And how do they get this side shot right here if it's that high, right? Now this is free falling. Oh, look how high it is again. And now watch, the engines are gonna come on and they get the impossible, I'll call it the brave cameraman shot, ready? So the engines are gonna kick on. It's gonna magically flip over rather than just go out of control. Cameraman somehow gets right underneath it. And you'll watch two of the three engines will go off. And this little flame with this burning flame and this smoke that's showing you that we're really barely moving is gonna land it with all the CGI smoke. It's gonna land it upright. Give me a friggin' break, okay? And people just believe this. This is what SpaceX is showing us. SpaceX is gone, done, finished. They're nothing. They're a CGI studio, okay? There's so many problems with every single launch they do. And one of them, here's one, um, I forget if this was SpaceX or um, this is what I call the two-pack rocket. Two-pack, because he was a hologram on a stage. This is a hologram. We found projection equipment on NASA's lawn. We're like, what are those friggin' lights? And we zoomed in on a, on a photo and we got like a serial number or a company name and we looked it up and it's a holographic projection company. What? Why does NASA have holographic projectors on their lawn? So there was a glitch that happened. Watch the top of the rocket. Something happened with the projection. Watch, I'll show it a little closer. You're looking at a huh. hologram. What about all the people on the ground that saw that saw it launch? What people? How close can you get to one of these launches? And it's like 10 miles away. I look across Long Island Sound. I'm in Connecticut, five miles across the sound. I can't see anything. Well, we were about a mile from the launch. So when you go through the Space Center, they tell you that you can't be within a hundred meters um or you'll die from the explosion you can't be within 800 <laughs> meters or you'll die from the sound but we were only a mile away and honestly it wasn't that loud right and what they're showing you i'd love you said you had a video i'd love to see it yeah um, but they're they do launch things they launch miniatures they launch balloons i have a series of videos called rockets are balloons and most of them are most of them are. They launch small rockets. Nobody is ever on any of these rockets ever. And they launch big helium balloon rockets. Like if you ever watch the space shuttle um, go, that big orange tank is a helium balloon. What? Did you know that NASA 
is the largest consumer, NASA and SpaceX is the largest consumer of helium in the world. NASA owns most of the helium companies. I, I've heard that before. I, I've never, in, for what purpose though? You know, that's the, the question. I mean, this, other, this I is, mean, what, what I'm saying is what reason for the shuttle would they need helium? You know what I'm saying? Because the shuttle is a helium balloon with a less. Well, no, no, I, I know. I understanding that. But what know, I'm saying what is, do they, what you know they what I mean? For? They say they use it for is, something for the cooling or something of the tanks, whatever. They don't really justify the use of helium. Helium's not that cold, though. You know, I don't I don't know what they use it for. Actually, that's a great question. I should probably look into it. But think about this. This thing weighs four million pounds. The thrust that's coming out of there has to be enough thrust to lift 4 million pounds. Now watch this thing. This thing kicks on and watch it. It goes up and then down again. You don't move 4 million pounds up and then down again. Okay. This is a bouncy house. The thrust coming out of there would shred everything. Where are you guys located? What state? Georgia, Savannah. Georgia. But so we're originally ever, from Connecticut. So you ever been in a hurricane in a, in a real hurricane? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So 125 mile an hour winds, devastating. It'll shatter trees. A tornado, 300 miles an hour is a strong tornado. It will turn light poles into pretzels. It'll take a telephone pole and turn it into splinters. This thing is shooting out super heated, not just room temperature like a tornado, at well over 17,000 miles an hour. And that little fence at the beginning a little fence. Yeah, it doesn't even move. Doesn't even move. It would pulverize. Yep. And then th this is the you can just look it up. Space shuttle launch. You'll see this video and watch the the, the booster rockets are going to let go. And they, they tell you they can't turn them off. So why don't they just fly away? But they they let go. And the second you see them let go, you hear it right there. You hear it, and it's already thirty miles downstream. 30 miles down, but you hear it at the same time you see it. If it was only 20 miles down, down stream or down target or whatever, it would take 90 seconds for that sound to get to you. But you hear it and see it at the same exact time. That should be impossible because no, that's that not is the way impossible. That is impossible. <laughs> and that sound traveling 30 miles, give me a break. That sounds not that fast. No. Even if it got, even if you waited the 90 seconds or longer, I'm rounding down. I'm just giving them every benefit of the doubt. This fence, you know, a tornado would turn this into a pretzel, but, and the tornado's room temperature, 300 mile an hour winds max, 400, who cares? 17,000 superheated, nothing. Basically a small explosion underneath that thing and nothing happens to it. Right. And then when you watch, it drops the story of the external tank is it drops it and then it falls so fast back to earth that it that it the that it, it atomizes and it disappears. Does this thing look like it's falling back to earth? Now watch right over here as I'm talking. A little piece of paper is going to blow by, which will give you a reference on how fast it's going in a couple of seconds. There it goes. See it? Okay. <laughs> oh wow. So that's showing you that this is a balloon floating in the sky. Guess who's filming this? The guys that are on the shuttle that are on their way to space, still accelerating. They're going yeah. over 17,000 miles an hour up. This thing is falling down, but he's got a perfect shot of it. How is that possible? It's so impossible. I'm going to share my, my screen with you, if that's Wait, all right. And we'll yeah, one, one, one more second. One more second. Sure. Um, the, so I was going to show, um, no, I lost my train of thought here. The, so that's floating. 
I forgot what I was going to show. It's all right. Uh, show me, show me your screen, and we'll go from there. Okay. Oh, can you uh, enable? Oh, I'm sorry. Screen enable share? screen share. My bad. Um, go ahead. You're good to go. Okay. Uh, all right. Share. Are you bringing up your video? Yep. Nice. I haven't seen this yet, so I'm excited. And I do have to say, can you see that? No, I do not see it. Okay, hold on. Uh, I don't know how to do this here, honestly. So you hit screen share, <laughs> and it should bring up all the windows that you have open on your desktop, and then select the one that's open with the video. But the, uh, the one thing I, I always talk to people about, and uh, I mean, since we're on the, the space bit, I mean, I always get people with uh, the plane, the uh, plane, the flight flying, flight flying. Routes. Yeah. I've asked that question of uh, my brother was a pilot. So I asked yeah. my brother, he used to fly in the Navy. So I asked him, I said, hey, what's the quickest way from the U.S. to Russia? And he said, well, that's simple. He said, you go backwards from California. I said, why would I do that? If I was in Michigan, why would I do that? Why not just fly over the North Pole? Oh, you can't do that. Why? Um, I don't know, but you can't do that. Yeah, no one's allowed to fly over the North Pole. What's going on there? I was <laughs> like, fly over the well, South Pole. Another story. Why you can't fly over that either? Yeah. I was like, well, why can't why can't you do that? Here oh, we here go. we go. Screen okay, sharing. so so this is all right. So we're we're standing on the edge of the Indian River. Um, and directly across from the space center. So this is just before the launch. Just and so you're that saying you get that's an just idea. a mile away? Yeah. Um, uh, it's literally it just moment? across the is river. It, is it really just a mile? So you verified that? Oh, yeah. I, I okay. actually pulled it up on Waze. Okay, very good. Um, yeah. So this is, now here's here's launch. And I do have to say, um, I am required to say this right now, that this video is exclusively managed by Newsflare Limited London, United Kingdom, and Los Angeles, USA. Uh, to license for TV broadcast, internet publication, or other digital use, such as in commercial player, please contact the following rates for clearance before use, licensing at newsflare.com. But because this is my video, I have I do have uh, permission to play it on our specific podcast. So here you go. Very good. So I'm just going to comment on what I'm seeing. I'm seeing yeah. a, a light, a fire going up into the sky. Is it a rocket? It looks like it's moving. Oh, I, and because of the distance, you really can't tell how fast it's going. And now is it, it's going away from you, right? Yeah, so it's going up. Um, and it, as our son described it, he was like, it looks like the sun's going up, except yeah. there's the moon. Yeah, and where is the, the smoke trail? What kind of fuel are they using? How come there's no trail? Sometimes there's thick smoke trails, and other times there's no smoke trails. I, so that's I, a picture of it there, right at as the video stopped. There's a picture, and then I've got another. Okay. There you go. There's another picture of it. Yeah. And where's the smoke trail? Here's here's the rest of the another part of the video. Doesn't that make you wonder? I mean, you watch these launches, and some of them have unbelievably thick smoke trails, like big trails, and other ones don't have any. And I, I say that the ones that don't have any trails are not really launching a rocket, whether it's just a balloon going up or some sort of just projection of a light. You know, they're always doing these at night, so you really can't see anything. Um, I, I claim, 
I wasn't there, that that is not a rocket going up. That is a projection, a focal point of light in the sky. We know I mean, that's exactly what it looks like. There was no smoke and I couldn't smell it. Now I have a very, very acute sense of smell. Because you and were upwind. The, and the wind was blowing towards us. Okay. All right. Very good. So, um, and you could see that like the waves in the river, like that the wind was blowing the water towards us. Um, I couldn't smell it at all. And I didn't want to tell my kid this is all bullshit, but it really kind of was. Can I so, speak with I mean, kid? it was really cool. It was a really cool experience, but. Yeah. Um, is your kid home? Can I speak with him right now, please? <laughs> yes, you can if you'd like. <laughs> I've actually already blown his mind, so. I, I, uh. I'm actually afraid of 10 year olds. So no, I don't want to talk. To him. <laughs> no, no. And he's, uh, he, he's, he's got, he's his father's mini me. So you, you really, he's so, stubbornness. So here, here's long. the thing. Think about this. You know, kids, that, that's supposed to be the booster coming down, by the way, this right here. Oh, great. And you can hear a sonic boom, I bet. Oh, no, you, uh, they, ex like my uncle told me it was going to be really, really loud. I mean, just look at that. It's just a, a pure light show. And there, and that's the other thing I noticed. And I know you can't hear the audio in it, but there is audio to it. There's no sonic booms. There's nothing. There's there's, nothing. I mean, it was it really the wind was louder than the rocket. I get and it. And a loud a sonic boom isn't just. I mean, it goes out. It reverberates all over. I've been sure. under a couple planes that have flown by at supersonic speed, sonic? and when they flew by and hit. Got to that first mock when they hit Mach one. That's your first sonic boom. When that thing sonic went, boom, right? There's only one sonic boom. It doesn't. You don't hit one at Mach two. What a sonic boom is is when you make a sound. That sound goes out in all directions at a specific speed. As yep. you're going faster and faster, that sound that's trying to get away from you, you're. It's not getting away as fast. So if sound, let's say it's 700 miles an hour. If I'm going 700 miles an hour, all of that sound that's trying to go out ahead of me, it's just compiling up. It's compiling and it's not getting away. So it, it's that's making the boom. Once you pass the speed of sound, the sonic boom's gone. The people, yep. you know, if you're on an airplane, you don't hear the sonic boom because it's behind you. Correct. Right. So sonic booms are real. That's it. There's nothing else in this world that's real. Sonic booms are real. That's the one thing I could say that's real. <laughs> Everything else is fake. It's kind of funny. So they have uh, that, but the plane one is where I get everybody. Right. Like the um, plane with the plane and the fact that everybody's got like, everybody's been on an airplane. Um, everybody's, I show people the chart. It shows you that uh, eight inches squared over X number of miles should show you the curvature of the earth. I've showed people the video of the guy that sits on the banks of Lake Michigan and just using his normal lens takes shows the video of him videotaping Chicago and he's sitting there and he's got his camera going back and you can't see anything in the distance. Then he zooms in on that superhero lenses, Nikon, whatever I think they call it. Like, uh, not, there it is right there. Same video. And as you zoom in, not this, only can you see the city, but yeah, you can see the city where it hits the waterline. Yeah. This is, this is just on a boat. Same thing. Oh, that's the boat one. And, and yeah. when you zoom out, when you zoom out, um, you'll watch the boat disappear from the bottom up. And that, that's yep. fully explained uh, in my app. You guys have my app, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. Do you have that? Uh, no, I don't feel yet. Feel free but to promote it. it. Yeah, it's feel must. free because now I'm going to have to go get it. It's a must. All right, here, here's one of, uh, of a city. This thing, 
sticking up pretty high, but as you zoom out, it all gets compressed into the horizon, right? Just because of distance, compression, atmospheric, um, what do you call it? Atmospheric, uh, um, com- atmospheric blocking, I call it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that that's uh, amazing, amazing stuff. Let me, uh, I, I'm, I'm surprised you guys haven't heard of my app, but that's okay. And I'm not here to sell. You have you. You were on our our friend Janet's podcast, okay. so, um, right, we, so you we heard it. about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me. Why, why? Since we're talking about it, let me. Let me. Um, you guys understand how seasons work on a flat yep. Earth. But enlighten us by all means. Yeah. So let me let me share that, and then I'm going to show you the newest feature on the app, that, which isn't out. Hopefully, it'll be done this week. It's going to blow you away. Um, so here it is. This is the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And you can see everything, right? And um, basically, it shows what our world is. If I speed up the sun, the sun is the hour hand on the clock. It goes around once every 24 hours. That's what they did. They said, hey, let's give them time, but make it go around twice a day so they never figure out that the sky is a perfect clock, right? Wherever the sun is, it's noon. And then you see the three circles, the inner circles, the Tropic of Cancer, the outer circles, the Tropic of Capricorn, and the red one is the equator. Equator. And, yeah, yeah. The sun is traveling in between those tropics six months in, six months out. So in June, Correct. it's all the way over the Tropic of Cancer. Now it's on its way out uh, next month or in like two couple of weeks. It'll be the equinox because it'll be halfway out over the equator. And then six months later, um, or three months later, it'll be January or December. Um, I went to January, that's right. And it goes out over the Tropic of Capricorn. Let me just go all the way back. So if I go to um, September, October, November, December. So in December, the sun is far away. It's far out. So Central America has their summer. Uh, Australia has their summer. We're having our winter here because we're farther away from the sun, farther away. Right. Australia is having their summer because the sun's going to go right over them. Right. Because the sun is high and it's when during the summer, the sun is high over your head because it's close. Somebody from far away will see that sun lower in the sky. It's their winter sun. So if I jump six months forward, one, two, three, four, five, six to June. Now it's almost directly over us. It's direct. Well, that that's as that's as far in as it gets, right? And mm-hmm. and um, it it's our summer. Miami, hot in June. California, Southern California, Mexico, hot because the sun is directly above you. If if two of us were sitting outside in the snow, freezing cold, I don't know why we're sitting outside. We're twenty feet apart, and somebody's holding a uh, big heat lamp. 10 feet over one of our heads. You look up, you go, ah, I feel that warmth. It's high in the sky. That's my summer sun. The other person's looking at that heat lamp going, it's low in the sky for me. It's farther away. I can barely feel the heat. That's your winter sun. Then when it migrates over, summer sun over there, winter sun over here. So that's how seasons work. Seasons make no sense on a globe because at sunrise every single day of the year it should be arctically freezing if the tilt thing was real because that's the most tilted it could be it's been dark for you know all night and now the sun is really tilted in 89 degree tilt when you see it on the horizon 
if, the, if we live on a ball. And you can feel the heat in the summer here in Connecticut. I could watch the sunrise and feel the heat on my face. But in December at noon, when the sun is as high up as it is in the sky for that day, I could look at the sun and not even feel the heat on my face. And in the helio nonsensical BS model, they tell us that during our Northern winter, we're three and a half million miles closer to the sun. So in December, when I look up at the sun, I can barely feel the heat on my face. We're three and a half million miles closer that when in June and I watch the sunrise, I can feel the heat immediately. And they tell us we're so, three and a half million miles farther. Give me a break. This isn't to um, start an argument or anything, but uh, oh, I'm arguing. trying to okay. go back to your, uh, <laughs> if you go back to your app real quick, go ahead. I, I want to I see something really, really quick because I was wondering about this one. And um, how do you explain the 28 days of darkness in Alaska yes. in the winter Very and good. the 28 days of sunlight in Alaska where the yeah. sun never goes Perfect. down. Perfect. So the reason the sun sets, and I'll show you a video when we get out of the app, um, is because it's farther away from you. Correct. It's farther away, it sets due to atmospheric blocking uh, pers perspective. I'm going to show you that in full. Trust me, it works. So if you're in Alaska, Alaska's right here, what is the sun doing? It's it's never getting that far from you. See this distance here? It's yep. not much difference from the distance to over here, right? So at midnight, midnight, well, for Alaska, midnight would be when the sun is over here. The sun's all the way over here, but guess what? It's not that far from Alaska. So it's circling around, never getting far enough away to set. Same for all of these inner Norway, um, all of these places in here, the sun never gets far enough away from them right here. I, mean, I guess, I guess that's accurate because my friends, I've got buddies of mine that were in the military and they told me they were up in Alaska and they said, actually the sun never, it's not that the sun never sets. The sun's always there. Um, it's like dusk. It gets to the oh. point where it's at dusk and then the sun comes right back. And then up. it comes back because we're over here. It's almost far enough away, but now it's coming yep. back. It's getting closer. Okay. So now six months later, um, where did my thing go? My jumper. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six months later, the sun is all the way out here. It's never close enough. It's never going to rise. This is like 12 noon right here. And the sun's not close mm -hmm. enough to rise. So it's dark. The sun is never getting close enough. So for that month or two, the sun never rises in these inner Arctic. Now think about this. This is the Arctic in the middle. You see my mouse? This mm -hmm. is the Arctic. What's the sun doing? It's arcing around me. Okay. This is the Antarctic out here. Out here mm -hmm. is the Antarctic. The sun is not arcing around me. It's Antarcting away from me. It's Antarcting. It's coming towards me and away from me. It's not arcing around me. It's Antarcting. Hmm. Now, if the earth was a globe, so in June, we have the 24 hour sun. Well, out here on the south, you should have the 24-hour sun in December, and they don't. Wait, yes, they do. Uh, there's four videos. Look at the four videos. Go on the, in the app. If you hit the question mark and you say, um, what about, where is it? Southern stars, where is it? Antar Antarctic and the 24-hour sun. If you click that, up comes, hit open YouTube, up comes a playlist of videos showing you how they're faking it, why they're faking it, all the liars that are faking it. These are videos that you will not find on YouTube by yourself. 
These are hidden. These are ghost shadow bands, right? You watch these and you'll be like, oh, I guess there is no 24-hour sun. Again, in the app, all of the questions that you're looking for, all of the videos, you say, hey, what, what about eclipses? If I click, what about eclipses? Up comes videos that YouTube will not serve you, okay? These videos will teach you all of the lies that they're doing. Ships over the horizon. I highly recommend this one for newbies. Um, tons of videos in here. And if you go to, I think it's the third video down, um, the Empty Thea Princess. This girl breaks it down like nobody else. Awesome video, really shows you the optical effects of the horizon, right? So just uh, going in here a little more, um, if you hit the web button, which is the top right now, up comes all other resources. Have you guys seen the lost history of Flat Earth yet? No. Okay. So no, that's not one I've, I've seen. So hang on a second. My channel's D-I-T-R-H. If I put a five-minute video up, people accuse me of making a documentary. My videos are two minutes, three minutes, <laughs> one minute, right? My videos are short because I understand there's not enough time. There's not enough time to absorb all this stuff. So somebody sent me this when it was first came out. Like, Dave, you got to watch this. I look at it. I'm like, The Lost History of Flat Earth. I opened it up. First video is the one. It's parts one through seven. Five friggin' hours. I'm not watching that. Okay, it's, I'm not watching it, right? So then one day I was like looking for something to do. I was doing some, some stuff and I was like, you know what? Let me turn this thing on. I'm gonna watch 10 minutes of it. I watched 10 minutes. I'm like, let me just watch 10 more minutes, right? This is like 11 o'clock at night, four o'clock in the morning, I got done, okay? You can't turn it off, right? Wow. I, it's, on, it's on my channel. And if you put it up, I just put it up not that long ago and it's got 374,000 views, okay? It should have 374 million views, but... um. If you watch that, game over, okay? Next rainy day, put it on your list. It's linked there in the app. Mind-blowing stuff. Um, in the app also, books, 16 emergency landings. I'll show you some emergency landings that prove flat Earth. NASA controls our radar, our GPS, and um, radar, GPS, and flight plans. Yeah, they're in control yep. of it all. And the emergency landings prove the Earth is flat. Tons of books, adding more all the time. Um, but the new feature, check this out. This is going to blow you away. This is the best thing ever. You guys are just new to flat earth so you and you have each other. So you don't know how lonely it is being a flat earther. It is. People say, you know, it's really lonely. I have no one to talk to. It's like, I want to talk about it with everybody. I want to meet other flat, earth, flat earthers. Where are, we, where are you guys located? Savannah. So we're having a conference in, in uh, Spartansburg, uh, South Carolina in October. You have to come. You have to come. And what it, weekend? Because we're going uh, out the, to Clay Clark in the first weekend. No, no, it's like the twenty second or something like that. If you go, okay. in, if you go in the app and you click the little shopping cart, um, the Flattoberfest. I just bottom, got your app, by the way. But let me let me, let me show you some something. Hold on. So it's the twenty third and twenty fourth. Um, kind of like a Flattoberfest. Um, Flattoberfest. It's kind of like the first day is a lot of presentations and people milling around and, and you know some people have tables and stuff. It's really a social event. The second day is more of a music festival. You will have the greatest time of your life, guaranteed. Find a place to stay before you can't find a place to stay because I think the hotel that they recommend it might be booked up already. Um, but there's going to be many, many hundreds of people there. Um, super amazing, amazing event. So. And you can find it if you're not looking at the app, flatearthfestivals.com, flatearthfestivals.com. Um, but it's linked in the app just for ease. So 
I talk about being lonely. Well, the, the first button, the handshake button. Now, this is not on your app yet, okay? If you hit the handshake button, it's going to come out this week. Up comes a map of the world, and all of these blue dots are other flat, flat earthers. earthers. These are other oh, flat man. earthers. So, so check this out. I can zoom in here, and let's say, let me click this dot here. That's my friend, Zach. I can click a thing. I'm like, yo, Zach. And bam, this is, this is how you find, this is how you can find other people. Now, so check this out. This is great, right? These are just my testers, okay? I literally rolled this out last week to 100 or so testers. I'm getting repeated. I found somebody that lives right near me. We're go, um, someone from St. Louis said, I found another girl that just lives a couple miles from me. We're going to carpool to South Carolina, right? It's bringing people together. This is just my testers. When I roll this out, every dot you see, there will be 1,000 more dots for every dot. It's going to be 1,000 times more dots on here. UK, just starting to take off. The entire map is going to be a blue dot. Got some people in India. Oops. Um, Australia. Now watch, if you zoom in, watch what happens to these dots. They start spreading out because there's more people there, right? Wow. And, and for those of you that are worried for your location, like this is where, this is my exact location. But if I hit this button on the right, it says, show my approximate location. It moves you just a couple miles from where you actually are. If you're paranoid about other flat earthers finding out where you are, because the people that want to find out who you, where you are, the people that you don't want to know, they already know. You can turn your phone off. You can, you know, file your fingertips off and put sunglasses on. They're still going to know where you are. Okay? Very true. Yeah. So. So this, so it has that. I'm responsible for a couple of those rabbit holes. So. Yeah, and you can turn it off. And when you turn it off, you're gone. Everyone's gone. You're not even on there. So don't even worry about it. Um, but uh, it is, it is going to bring people together like you have never seen. This is just my hundred testers. All right, there's going to be over a hundred thousand people live at the end of this week on here. It's going to be insane. Right. Well, I can't wait to see that roll out. That'll be, uh, this is great because now instead of going to, because I was going to, uh, whatchamacallit, I was going to Instagram because I had to go to that account, that AR Customs Inc. Yeah. account, which was outstanding too. The guy, I don't know who, who the guy is. I, I'm hope I'm blowing his site up. I'm hope I'm giving him a whole bunch of people to go look at his account. His, yeah. his thing is amazing. But yeah. now with yours in conjunction, now I have just an app. I don't even have to go looking for this stuff anymore in his videos. You have everything that I want to see. So check um, this there's out. one video he does have, and I was wondering if you've seen this one. And um, there is a video where the guy shows this chamber and he takes, he's a scientist of some sort. He takes water. He puts it in the chamber and he shows you what does the water do when water's just normally sitting in a chamber, right? It just, it finds its, it finds its lowest point and it levels out, right? Yeah. Well, then he takes the chamber and he brings the chamber to zero gravity and the water comes up and it turns into that thing you see on TV, turns into that bubble in the middle. Then he reverses gravity in the chamber Yeah. and the water, what do you think the water did? Um, it resorted. I, I, I forget what, what happened. The water went down again. What, what, cause he reversed gravity. Yeah. So what was up is now down. What is down is now up. Right. Sure. But it went down to the bottom of the container where now down is up and it level, it found its lowest point and it leveled out. 
how is that he, possible if gravity is real? Yeah, how did he reverse the gravity? The centrifugal force? Uh, he had to, I don't know. He's some scientist. I'm I'm stupid. I'd have, to, I'd have to, to see it to fully understand what's going on. But um, yeah, it's buoyancy and density, and uh, and the, we'll, we'll we'll we can get into that in a moment. Um, just last thing on the app. Um, the I forgot what I was gonna say about the app, but that that's all right. Any any other questions? Oh, here's yes, the app as you probably just saw. Oh wait, this one I'm gonna show you. If you go here and say, hey, show me everybody within. 50 kilometers of me, right? And it's basically going to draw a circle and it's going to tell me that there are seven people right now within 50 kilometers of me. Well, guess what? I'm having a meetup. I can hit that button up here. This is actually, this is a, this, this feature is coming um, after the rollout and you can send a group message to all of those people. Hey, I'm heading to so-and-so we're having a meetup. We'll be at this bar and grill, whatever. Uh, swing by and bam, instant things it'll be it'll be everywhere um so the last thing is um the what was the last thing now now i'm spacing out oh yeah so the app costs two dollars and 99 cents all right as you just saw and there is a pop-up saying would you like to subscribe you don't need to subscribe okay it's 99 cents a month or 11 dollars for the year the only there was nothing that you really needed to subscribe for before just other than to get rid of the pop-up the pop-up shows up once a day there's no ads. There's no wait time. You can just exit out and it's gone. And But people signed up anyway because they want I, – I put it on purposely for because people wanted me to put a donation link. They said, hey, Dave, add this, add this, add this. And I said, I can't because it's these things are really expensive. And they said, just put a donation thing on. So I tried to put a donation button, but they don't allow it. So I put a subscription button, and the subscription just gets rid of the once-a-day pop-up, right, which is one second and it's gone. However, this new feature – the messaging actually costs money every time you message. So if you want to send messages to anybody, you have to be a subscriber. You still get the map, you still get everything, you can still see where everybody is. But if you want to send a message, you have to be a subscriber, $11 for the year, you're buying me a margarita, thank you. <laughs> I like it. Okay, uh, I, real quick, I saw something in there um, when you pulled up the a part of the app it said uh the mud floods of tartaria oh yes are you uh have you looked into mud floods yet i have mick has not in fact we were just on um uh rising from the ashes which we actually recorded quite a while ago but uh he got covid so it didn't come out until just yesterday yeah um but he had asked us about tartaria at that point and i was like you know i i've i've started going down that that slope and there's too much evidence for it <laughs> not to be real i mean just look at the buildings Seriously, oh my god dude, just look at the belt like there's the levels of buildings no one does half windows on the ground level like that's just stupid dig down yeah. a little bit and you see the whole building you you, you um, go back and look at some of these palaces some of these amazing buildings that were supposedly built in the 17 1800s when we had horses and buggies we you know and no cranes all of it once you open your eyes and see this that rabbit hole is is huge it's massive and it goes on and on um there's a that's just a playlist that we keep adding in good stuff to um i recommend people start off with john levy j-o-n-l-e-v-i two words john levy uh, he does these 20 minute videos every week he speaks very slowly he's, he's amazing and he'll open your eyes up to a whole new world a whole new world and that you can just find on youtube okay good stuff yeah, and I I see your shirt, COVID nineteen eighty four. I I love it. Yeah, you can get that on the app too. Just click the shopping cart and hit the t shirt buttons. They have a whole bunch of other ones that are a little more severe than this. So, and a lot of flat Earth stuff too. 
um, if you wear a little flatter something, people see it and they'll ask a question and it starts a conversation, which is always nice. And that's the best way to, that's, that's how it starts. Whenever I, as I call it, I, I now uh, de-globetize people <laughs> to their idea of what the globe is. And it was really funny because I had a, uh, I had a group of firefighters, I'm a firefighter, that's my other, I do that and I do another, I have another job, but I'm a firefighter most of the time. And uh, I got all these guys in the station one night and they left the station that night um, not sure about anything anymore because I completely destroyed their theory on the globe. I completely destroyed their theory that, yeah, the earth is round. Well, I, I, and I didn't do it. And there was one uh, actual guy that I saw. He did like a perfect, a simple science experiment. He took a flashlight, right? He took an apple and he took a grapefruit. And he yeah. said, okay, what are the phases of the moon? And the guy's like, okay, uh, the phases of the moon are, uh, you know, they went through all the phases from everything, you know, from the New half moon, quarter, quarter moon, moon, half moon, half moon, so on and so forth. And then he asked the simple question. He goes, how do you get a half moon when you have a round object, supposedly? How do you get a perfectly half moon? And then he took the apple and the orange and he shined the flashlight so that the shadow was being cast on the moon or what on the grapefruit, which would have been the moon. He said, how is that possible to get, I can't get a flat shadow on this grapefruit. And all he did was move the apple back and forth. And you can't, you cannot get a perfectly half shadow on that grapefruit. It's always rounded. He said, how is that possible? You cannot do it. How does the moon, how do we get a perfect half moon unless, unless something in our world is flat? It doesn't make any sense. And I was like, holy crap. That guy was like, it's simple, simple science experiment you can do right in front of them. They couldn't believe it. They I mean, were just. You can, can you take, I haven't done it, but you can take a perfect ball in a dark room, put a single source light on it, and it will light up half of that ball. And then if you look at it from a side point of view, you might see that straight line. It's a curve, but it may look straight, right? Um, the optics of the sky are no way to prove the shape of the earth. Okay. And even if the moon is round, okay, it doesn't mean that the table's round. You know, the, the pool balls are round, doesn't mean the table's around. And the moon does look round, but only one of these is a sphere. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so, so again, yeah, the, the phases of the moon actually don't make a lot of sense because uh, there's certain times of the month where the sun and the moon don't lie up, don't line up at all. So, um, for example, um, I forget if it's waxing or waning. Here's a uh, here's a shot, right? This is the moon. The sun should be up here to light the Correct. moon up like that, but it's over here. So, what what is your take on the moon? Do you think the the moon is a rock, or do you think the moon is a gas uh, plasma? Is that's the other one I heard? I've heard different things of what people thought the moon was, not the object that we all consider the moon. Yeah, let me let me preface my answer by saying um, anything above where we can reach or beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is speculation, right? I believe that there is some sort of sky barrier, whether it's a dome or flat. I'm leaning towards relatively flat. Maybe it curves, curves down. Um, and 
all of the stars that we see are fixed within it. And so it circles around above us and the stars never change. We're traveling billions of miles every year, but just go out the same night every year and the stars never, ever, 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 ever change. They're always exactly the same. No parallax, even though we've gone billions and billions and trillions, trillions of miles. So what is the moon? Um, I think that the sun and the moon that we see are outside of the firmament and they're being projected through the lens. So when there's a new moon, no one's ever seen the new moon. When the moon goes new, which is dark, nobody has ever been able to locate the moon for, I think it's almost 48 hours. I think it's 42 hours, almost two full days. And no matter from, from high flying aircraft, from infrared telescopes, nothing. No one ever has seen the moon between going new and first crescent. So even during a complete solar total eclipse, a solar eclipse, you should be able to see the features of the moon, right? The Earth's shine, which is six times bigger, and I say shinier than the moon, should light up the moon, just like the moonshine lights up the Earth, right? If you're on the moon during a solar eclipse, of the, uh, you would look down at a full Earth, right? A full Earth other than a 70-mile shadow, um, and it should light up the moon. No one's ever seen the moon. You never see the moon. I can share with you. Let me share because I think this will be useful for you guys. So I'm going to go back in the app here for a second. And I'm going to pull up a video on eclipses. And um, this will be very, very interesting to you. Um, where is my app? This. There we go. All right. So if I hit the question mark and I go to what about eclipses? And I say open and I scroll down. This is a video that I made. I'm just going to go through it real quick. And so the sun that we see is being projected through a lens to a focal point, just like a magnifying glass when you burnt ants as a kid focuses that point to the ground. You lift that up six inches, that focal point is now six inches in the air. So on the right here is an actual eclipse that I filmed. And on the left was my makeup of how I think it's happening with a rear projection system. So this is the eclipse. Eclipse is almost a total eclipse here, but it's blown out. But we see this here, which looks like an eclipse. This one is a lens flare, but this one is locked to the sun. It's not moving. So we're like, that can't be a lens flare. What is it? And this is, this is literally, you know, this is a 90% eclipse and that's what the sun is going on. It's 90%, but it's just blown out. You can't really see it just because the sun's so bright. If I put like sunglasses over it, you'd be able to see it. So what is this? And I project, I say, this is the actual sun, the source of the sun. And this thing that is eclipsing it, whether it's the moon or not, we can talk about that, but it's behind the firmament, okay? So let me show you how I did that and, and what we see. So this is always here, but you can't see it because the sun is bright, but this sun is 90% dimmed because it's being eclipsed. And so I made a, a projection system and I created a sky. So this paper towel is my sky and here's the eclipse. Kind of looks just like what we see. I can't see what's eclipsing the sun because it's not, it doesn't have any light. It's not projecting onto the paper towel, which is the sky. So mm -hmm. there's my bottle cap is the moon or whatever is eclipsing the source of the sun, right? And it's moving away. And when it leaves the face of the sun, I will not be able to see it at all. Just like we can never see the moon, right? 
So jump forward a little bit here. And so now I said, all right, let me try it. Maybe the sky isn't as opaque as a paper towel. So I use some tissue paper. And here we go. Here comes my eclipse. And look, in the background, there's the source right there. That's the projector of what you're seeing. And it looks incredibly just like what we see during an eclipse. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mind blown. You got yeah. me on that one. That's a good one. I like <laughs> yeah. that. I really like that one. So prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah I can't. I, I I'm I'm down. I'm sold. I you you got me. I'm a, I am I'm a flat earther. Hey, um He hey, has wait. been for a hot minute. So I, I have another question here because we've been delving no. into this a lot lately. Um I see another one on there that says, Is this a religious thing? So, and so we, we, we just had uh, Clay Clark on not too long ago. We, had, we did a quick podcast about Revelations, um, you know, end times, given everything that we're in right now, how Revelations is basically like a... Um, like, a like, like a playbook of what's happening. Yeah, ex exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, so, so exactly. So is that a religious thing? I don't know. It's, a, it, it's, it's matching reality. So here's the thing. Before I discovered the earth was flat, I, would, I guess you could label me as a full-on atheist. I looked into all sorts of religions. Never, ah, no, I'm heliocentrism, fine, big bang, evolution. I used to be pond scum, and then I turned into a monkey, and then a monkey had a deformed baby, and it's me. Okay? So I believed all of that. Then when I understood, when I started looking into, you know, the story they tell us about the heliocentric ball, I was like, Wow there's a creator this is intelligently designed there's a creator is that religious no it's a fact that this place is intelligently designed my eyeballs didn't happen from random mutations of pond scum. my eyeballs were created okay you know just just the eyeballs alone prove creation okay you know for this place to be a random accident would be less spectacular than a tornado going through a junkyard and building a brand new MacBook Pro in its box, gift wrapped with a note card, okay? That would be less spectacular, right? So it's intelligent design. There's a creator. It doesn't make me religious. I just understand there's a creator. That journey from that point forward, your relationship to the, to the creator and what you're doing here, that's your own journey. Um, there are a lot of Christians in flat earth. You know why? I dare you. The Bible talks about flat earth. Well, the Bible is a full on flat earth book. Um, mm -hmm. If you, and, and again, in the app, click biblical playlist, whether you're a Bible believer or a Bible not believer, click the biblical button. Awesome videos. Awesome. Bring food and water because you're not coming out if you click that button. Um, <laughs> so, so I say pick a random hundred people anywhere. There's going to be a lot of Christians in that group, okay? So does that mean that you picked, made a religious, religious group? I keep biting my tongue. Um, does that mean you're making your, that's a religious group? No, there are a lot of Christians here. The, the Bible is a flat earth book. Doesn't make it mm -hmm. a religious thing. It just, let's get into real quick, why the lie? Why does it matter, okay? Right, and the, the analogy I use is what if, um, you lived in a, an apartment building that was 10 miles around, okay? Ten, a giant apartment building, 200 stories tall, 10 miles around. But you're not allowed to go that last quarter mile to any of the walls, to any of the outside walls. That's off limits. 
off limits. Literally the Truman Show. No, that literally the show of our world. I mean, yes. It, 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 right, right. It is the Truman Show. But if you look at our world, um, you're not allowed to go beyond 60 degrees south. Okay. And so you're living here, you're doing fine. You uh, go up to the 108th floor where you work, and then you go up to the farming floor and you go here and you go there and you met your, your husband, wife, whatever. And there's an exercise giant. You can do a lot in there and you're happy and things are going well for you. And someone goes, Hey, Flynn, there's more, there's more outside. And you're like, ah, what does it matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm doing fine here. This is, you know, it doesn't matter. That's, that's what the problem is. They, they've put our minds in a prison where we can't think outside of the box. They don't want us to know that there's more land. This is a Japanese map showing over their continents. Okay. Hey, get out of the app. You're going to be there for a long time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Call in the sick or wherever, wherever, if you're working, right? Oh, I quit kids. my job to homeschool our kids. Very so good. I'm Tell good. your kids, yeah. stay off of school and yeah. uh, they're going to have to feed themselves tonight. Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, there's more land. What if it's, you know, set up like that? What if there's, you know, other suns out here? Extraterrestrials come from the extra territory in the outer space versus the inner space, right? All of this. So why does it matter? It's about control. It's about, they want us living in fear right now. You know, the way the rules from, I think it's rules from radicals that says the way to control the population is keep them in fear and isolation. And then they're more malleable. Well, Fear and isolation. Look at the world. Yep. Okay. They don't want us to know that there's more, that there's unlimited resources, that we can have the world that we want if people would just wake up. Just wake up. Everybody is sleeping. Everyone is fluoridated. Everybody is other innated thing. Okay. And they're unable to think. People are suffering from Stockholm syndrome. What does it matter? My apartment building's fine. I don't need to see what's outside. Okay. It's all well, about control. If you, you sell them the lie that the earth is round, then you can, I mean, you unravel that one and everything else unravels that, with it. That, absolutely. I, I woke people up. I had to, call, um, uh, I guess you, I called it exposing the big three. The New York event from September, the Connecticut event at the school and the running event in Ma Massachusetts, those three things are the easiest things to just completely destroy. And I'd wake people up using those and then they go right back to bed. They go right back to sleep, go to work like, well, you know, those people, you know, they got away with it, but they're, you know, they're no longer here and they, they just rationalize it away. When you wake up to the flat earth, all of a sudden your mind opens, your third eye opens, all of a sudden your imagination opens. Everything you have in your life is because of your imagination. You bring things into your life with your thoughts. Well, they've limited our thoughts. They put it inside a globe. There's nothing else to do explore, Truman. It's all been explored. She pulls down the map. That's it. Okay? That's what you've been. They've limited your ability to manifest. They've also put you in a state of fear. This is your life right now. Look around. Everything. This is your life. Are you going to live it in fear? Are you going to keep your mind in a box? Are you out of your friggin' mind? Everyone's like, well, I still got to go to work. I need money. Well, that's another thing. We're playing on their monopoly board, 
right? Go look at the money, go pull out your game of Monopoly, pull out the rules and, and, and look up where it says, what if the banks run out of money? You know what it says? Just grab some paper and write some more money on it, okay? We're playing on their Monopoly board. We'll never break free. That's how they physically control us and they mentally control us with the globe. We need to break that mental thing. That's easy. The, the money thing is harder, but it's here privacy cryptocurrency, not their cryptocurrency, not their digital dollar. Because if we go to their digital dollar, we are screwed. We are in a thousand years of communism, okay? Privacy cryptocurrencies, they cannot control. Pirate Chain, Monero, others. Just look into it. If you don't know anything about cryptocurrency, don't believe the, sh the crap that they tell you on the news that, you know, it's the mark of the beast. Some of the truthers will say, and, you know, oh, that's the way the government's going to control us. It's a trap. Their cryptocurrency is a trap. It's the same thing, but worse than the dollar. Privacy cryptocurrencies will free the world. It could happen overnight. It will happen overnight if people would just wake up. There you go. Sorry. Well, actually, uh, you, in that all of that, you brought up another point that I w wanted to ask you about um, or just get your take on it, I guess. Um, I'm a big diver. I don't know how I don't know if you've ever been doing any diving yeah. and I don't know if you have anything in this uh, or in the app about it. Anyway, um, you know, the big pools, have you ever heard of anybody talk about the big pools, like the ones that are uh, they're underwater, but they're like deep as none. Well, well, that's a big <laughs> pool. No, no. These are like natural ones. They're they're, they're um, some people call them wells. Other people call them uh, holes. The one that I call them get through with the submarine because it was that super dense. Yes, it was, it was super deep, super, yeah. super deep. And when you yeah. get over, have you ever, have you ever dove around one before? Or no, have you ever I, seen them? I, I've only gone ever like, heard somebody talk about it before? I've, I've gone like 60 feet. That's it. Okay. So like I was around one, dove uh, near one. And uh, one thing I can tell you about those holes, it's kind of weird. Um, the updraft coming out of those holes, uh, really, really, really cold water, like the coldest water I've ever swam in, the coldest water I've ever dove in. I, um, I don't have very big nuts to begin with, and they were hidden. I couldn't even find them when I hit that water. That's how far away they disappeared. It was that cold. That was the first weird thing I, I thought. Then I asked somebody else about it, if they had ever had a, you know, took a, one of the submersibles went down there, just went down the hole as far as they could go before the submersible, you know, crushed or went to crush depth. And uh, the guy told me, oh, well, we, we can't. I said, why? He said, the last one we tried, it froze. And I was like, it froze. He's like, yeah, it froze. I was like, well, what does that mean? It froze. I mean, how does it freeze? It's underwater. It always made me, because I thought the closer you get to the center of the earth, the warmer it gets, you know, mm -hmm. that's what everybody, that's what we've been taught. Yeah. our whole entire lives. Right. And then when this flat earth thing hit me, I was like, I wonder why those holes are colder than the normal water that we, that we swim in. I mean, any ocean you go in 90% of the time, depending on where you go in the ocean. I mean, if you're in the North Atlantic, it's going to be freaking cold. Now, if you, the closer you get to the center of the earth, I would think, well, Hey, it'd be warmer. And well, this guy's telling me, no, these boats were freezing these little, these little um, submersibles that they had that they were sticking down these holes, they were freezing before they could even get to crush depth. And I was like, that is really weird. What is your take on that? So my take on it is, is the deepest hole ever dug is just short of eight miles. And that's equivalent to, for scale, drilling halfway through the skin of an apple, right? And at the deepest hole, they hit this impenetrable barrier. They tried for years, they couldn't get through it. Like an underground firmament, maybe. Um, 
And when they were digging it, they used ground penetrating radar to figure out what they're going to hit next. And they were wrong every step of the way. Yep, no more rocks, boom, rocks. No more water, oh, well, water, right? So the ground penetrating radar is ridiculous. So they hit this imp impenetrable barrier. It's the deepest hole anyone's ever dug, flat or round. But then they knew what the next 4,000 miles is, right? And they tell you there's a molten metal core. Molten metal core is like, it is, it's impossible. You heat a magnet up before it melts, it hits the Curie point and it loses its magnetism. It doesn't gain yep. its magnetism again. A molten metal core, they're just laughing at us. They're like, hey, they know we have the information's out there that you can't have a molten magnet, but we tell them there's a magnetic core and they believe it. You know, and then they change their story. Well, it's molten, but then there's a real magnet inside it. Nonsense. So people say, what about, you know, and all this pressure and it makes cracks and volcanoes. Do you know that cone-shaped mountains with volcano with lava spewing out of the top don't exist? You've only seen them in movies. Okay. And you've seen news reports where you see it and it's really only 10 or 20 feet high. It's just a crack that the lava has been coming out and makes like a little cone chain mountain. And then they show it to you and they tell you, see, you think it's a big mountain. It's just a little 10 or 20 foot high hill. So, so what is lava? All right. And what lava is, is the earth is a, is a giant battery system, right? Where the sun and the moon are the anode and cathode, right? The salt water carries the current. The land is a salt bridge, and it creates oh, this free oh energy. What's that? You, uh, you just blew his mind again. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So, so the, 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 you know, do you know that I used to be in the solar power business? Scientists do not know how solar panels work. They do not know. They have a theory that, a, you know, a photon created in the middle of the sun, and a billion years later, it pops out of the sun, and it travels to Earth for eight minutes, and it hits, and it knocks a boron molecule out of the silicon and, and creates an electron, and that's a theory it's like the theory of gravity right so none of that is true what it is doing is it's collecting electricity you put a plant in front of an electric light and put a plant in front of a fireplace one of them's going to shrivel up and die and the other one is going to grow right everything the sun is sending electricity to the earth so what what does that have to do with lava well we have these things there there isn't a pool of lava there's lava tubes and sometimes they breach the surface, right? So here is electricity going through this block where we put some rocks in there. And when you open it up, you have lava, you have burnt, met, melted rocks. So, these, so the earth is a capacitor, it's gaining all of this energy all the time. And, and it's creating these um, capacitors and, and electricity is going through the earth, like veins of electricity. And it's making lava tubes. And that's, that's what's going on. Lava tubes, not pools of lava from the center of the earth, created with electricity. That, all right, that makes so much sense, Dave. You just brought so many things together for me because I, I started falling down rabbit holes when I was a kid when I realized that I couldn't wear a watch for more than a day because the battery always died every single time. Right. I have a super high electromagnetic field. And then I found out that I'm RH negative. And so I found that out uh, when I go. got pregnant, right? So I had to have a special shot. Otherwise, my body would reject my baby as an alien and would kill it. I would miscarry, right? So then I started going down the RH negative rabbit holes, which that in and of itself disproves evolution because one of the foundations of evolution was that they found the same protein on rhesus monkeys that they have um, in humans, which is the RH positive, the rhesus protein, right? So either you have it or you don't. Only like 5% of people don't have it. So where do we come from? 
So, right, like, my very existence disproves evolution from, what, the primeval sludge and monkeys and uh, onto humans that, that I don't share a protein with them. So that just didn't happen. But Rh-negative people traditionally, or basically everyone I know, we, um, we pull electricity. So we, we will drain electrical anything, like a watch... Um, a, a magnet, uh, people like it's like it's it. pretty crazy. We're elect- the only forces in this world are electricity and magnetism. We are electrical beings. We can't yes. live off of this earth, right? Yeah, we're part of the earth system. The earth, every single item that you find in the earth has was alive at one point. Even rocks. Wait until you go down that rabbit hole. It's gonna blow your mind. So, so with the with. The theory you were talking about before about the sun and everything, right? Yeah. And it transporting electricity essentially is what you said it was, um, or the way I understood it, if I understood it correctly. So how does that work with Tesla? So so um, Tesla lit up the world's fairs. He's uh, wirelessly, right? And the world's fairs, another rabbit hole. That's the, that's the transfer when they stole, you know, that was the end of Tataria. Um, we didn't build those world's fairs. They were here. Um, but he uh, said he, he lit it up and, and JP Morgan and other, you know, big time people are like, well, how do we build a customer? He's like, no, it's free energy. It comes out of the earth. You know, it transmits wirelessly. So you can't do it. And they, they shut them down. You know, JP Morgan owned copper wire, and, you know, and, and they, they literally enslaved humanity. You're paying for free energy, right? The, the power plants that we have, nuclear power is a hoax, okay? If, you, if, you, if there's like a scary nuclear power plant, and the house is like, 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 oh my God. And the housing values went down Buy that land, buy the houses, because it's not, there's nothing bad going on there. Right. Because when people realize what nuclear power is, it's just, they're boiling water with uranium. Right. If you know who, um, if you know who uh, Galen Windsor is, he went around proving that, you know, these radioactive pools are not bad. He swam in them. He ate the frigging uranium. I and saw him. Yeah, I, I've uranium. seen that guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, this whole, this entire thing is, you know, there's free energy in the earth. Uh, the earth has a negative charge to it. And that says anything that you lift off the earth gets voltage and it goes up very quickly. And anything that's off the earth is that the earth is like, the earth isn't moving. Remember, it's not moving. So it's like, come, it says down is this way. It just says down is this way. It's a weak force. It's like, come this way. It's a dielectric elect- a plane and it'll attract anything to it. And then buoyancy and density sort everything else out. Okay. So that that's how that's where Tesla came in and they stole his technology. And, and you know, maybe he was from Tataria. I don't know. I mean, there's so many people look at Edward Lee Scallon who built Coral Castle and uh, and all of this stuff. There's technologies that we are not at the peak of technology. We are in the middle of the movie idiocracy at this point. Okay. Yes, absolutely. That is a documentary. <laughs> so hey, so, we'll, so listen, we got to wrap up in a minute, but I wanted to go over the sun setting perspective. I think this will blow your mind. You ready? Sure, please. So my kitchen, it's a very dark, this is my counter right here. It's flat earth counter. And I have this line going across the counter, which is level. And I'm showing you and it's level. You can see that it's level. And in the full video, I show you that it is level. And here's my sun. We're viewing it from a celestial point of view, same height as the sun. And you can see that it's level. Now this is either a mountain or a cloud deck, whatever you want it to be, but the sun never goes below it. Now on the other side of the counter, on the counter, I have a camera filming the same thing from a terrestrial point of view. Now, if I showed you this first, I would say, is this line level? And you'd say, no, it's coming down. And I'd say, is the sun going below that deck? And you'd be like, yeah, it's going below it, but it's not. 
It's not going below it. It's just due to perspective. And if I zoom in, look at this line now. Is this level or is it going down? It is level. And the sun isn't going below this. This line is in the distance and it's, it looks like you're at, at your eye level. So here we go. Here's a real sunset. You think this is the horizon, but look, it's setting behind the atmospheric deck of opacity. Now I'm zoomed in on this. If I zoomed out, the, the difference between where the sun is getting cut off and this what appears to be a water horizon would just compress together mm -hmm. and you wouldn't even be able to see it. And it would just look like the sun is going down like that. And it's really just going away. Everything is perspective. It's just going beyond those clouds. And you can't zoom in on it because it's behind. You can't zoom in on my hand because it's behind it. But in the distance, if I had a boat on the ground and you couldn't see it anymore, if you zoomed in, you could see it because you're opening up that space. But a celestial object is above, and as it goes beyond, you can't zoom in on this because this is opaque. And it all looks like it's at eye level. Have you seen that one with the guy where he does it, where he says, look at this now, uh, let's put what's in our atmosphere, what's 70% of our atmosphere, which is water. And he puts the thing in front of the camera or in front of the light or the sun, and it makes it makes the sun look huge. And because it basically water, when you use water, what does it do? It magnifies whatever light source is behind it. Right. And he takes that and he says, okay, this is our atmosphere without water in it. Now, if I add water to our atmosphere, what happens to the sun? It gets bigger. So as because the sun it goes away, it. it gets smaller and it gets magnified yep. and it gets bigger. The sun is all different yep. sizes and measuring it, you know, use a solar filter. Well, a solar filter blocks the most important part of a sunset. And that is the very end where the sun stops going down. So this is my drone filming on a 30 degree day. It has to be below freezing, no humidity, um, super clear. And the sun went in five minutes. It went down, 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 down. If the earth was spinning, it would just keep on going, but it didn't. It went down, 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 and it stopped. And it sat here for 10 minutes. It's not going down anymore. My friends at the beach already saw it set from the bottom up, but watch what happened. Sped up 2,500%. Watch. It never goes down. It just fades into the soup it just of gets the atmosphere. Smaller. It's not that it's getting smaller. It's like somebody just turned it off. It just can't push through anymore. It can't yep. push through. And that's the brightest light in the sky. Okay. That's the brightest light in the sky. There's, there's other times like, like Mount Canigou. This is a spot in Alusia, France, where we're looking out. Mount Canigou is 175 miles away and you can't see it. And they would say, because, well, it's over the curve. The top of the mountain should be a mile below the curve, according to Globe Math. That's true. However, during the sun's migration and in between the tropics, there's two times a year where the sun lines up with the viewing point and the mountain. And the light that's bouncing off the mountain the light that's bouncing off the mountain um, isn't strong enough to push through, but the sunlight can push through farther. And as you see, here's the mountain. It's right here because it's backlighting it. The sunlight is making it visible. And the top of the mountain here should be a mile below the curve, but it's right here. And the Globers will tell you, well, the sun and the mountain are below the curve. They're just refracting up and stopping at your eye level for your viewing pleasure, okay? Give me a freaking break. Um, guys, I got to go, but um, you can find me uh, 
the best place is the app, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. It's the highest rated app in the App Store and the Google Play Store. There's already a knockoff by the Flat Earth Society people. It's by the Ron Media Group. That's not my app. So don't send me emails telling me my app sucks and it doesn't have anything I said in it. It's not my app. You can just scan this QR code or go to flatearthdavenice.com. Flatearthdave.com. The Flat Earth Friend Finder is coming out on there, um, hopefully at the end of this week. I've been saying that for a month, though. Um, but it, it should be this week if we get through the, the final little glitches. Um, check it out. Flatearthdave.com. That brings you to the flatearthpodcast.com. Check out my YouTube, my Facebook. Um, the Facebook is the Flat Earth Podcast. You'll see my interviews there. My interviews are also in the app. Uh, my my YouTube channel, D-I-T-R-H, the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, D-I-T-R-H, short videos there. Go there, check those out. And um, the earth is flat. Dave, and Dave, we appreciate having you on. Um, you, I guarantee you're going to get a bunch more people to follow him. Go get the app, folks. I've got it already. Well worth your, well worth the two bucks. I This now just puts all of this in one spot and I can find it it's so easy. $3. Dave, don't, 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 $3, don't, $2.99. $2.99, sorry, my bad. And, and, and listen. The, the subscription, don't subscribe unless you really want to start messaging people. You don't have to. Just exit out and it goes away. But people subscribe because they love it. They want they want more features on the app. I thought I was going to be done with this app two years ago. Every I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I got a new idea for the app. I got a new idea. So this app is literally the most amazing app ever. And I can't believe that I built it. All right. I can't believe I, I, mean, I didn't build it. I came up with the idea and I got a guy who's, who's, who's my guy. So... Well, this, awesome. this is amazing. Uh, I appreciate your time again, Dave. And uh, thanks so much for coming on. We, we we had a blast. Thanks. Send me a link when this goes up and I will put it on the app and it'll, you'll be on the top of the list. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, All right. Guys. We'll talk to you later, Dave. Thanks again. Thanks, Dave. See you. Bye.